0: Hi everyone, it's Rebecca. You're listening to Super Women. Today I'm interviewing Sarah Lee and Christine Chang of Glow Recipe. And when I tell you that they make their ingredients literally out of watermelon and watermelon rind, I'm not lying. They make an incredible, beautiful, almost edible line of beauty products, skincare. That um, is really just mouth-watering, frankly. And it was really interesting to hear their story as two former beauty executives who transitioned and launched their own beauty company, No Small Feet, that's doing really, really well. So take a listen to Sarah and Christine. I'm here with Glow Recipe founders Sarah Lee and Christine Chang. Will you guys introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about what Glow Recipe is. Yeah, so this
1: is Sarah. Um, We are founders of Glow Recipe, which is a natural skincare inspired by Korean beauty, really focused on clean skin entertainment, skin secrets for glowing skin. So Christine and I have been best friend for 15 years. We met back in Korea when we were working as marketers in L'Oreal in Korea. And then we moved around the same time to the New York office within the same company. And we kept our friendship going. And we had this big idea to launch um, GlowRecipe.com five years ago to curate the best of K-beauty technologies. That's how we started.
0: And I must say, because you can't see their skin, but it is perfect. Oh, thank you. And poorly.
2: (laughs) We're going for an, a glass skin look these days. It's a new skin ideal. <laughs> a what? Glass skin. Skin glass. that's flawless, porcelain, like a plane of glass. And
0: not covered, right? Not I covered. Hate that highly contoured, like your neck doesn't match your face. No, I'm so that's over the it. opposite of what we exactly, want, right? right? Mm-hmm. Let your skin
2: shine through. Exactly. I love that. But to build on Sarah's story, after we launched glowrecipe.com as a curation destination, two years ago we launched our in-house brand Glow Recipe Skincare, which is now at Sephora US nationwide, as well as Canada. We just launched in Germany. Um, so we've been so excited to see the response to the brand. And our OG cult product is the Watermelon Glow Sleeping Mask.
0: What's in it? Is it watermelon? It's watermelon. It has hyaluronic
1: acid, which is super hydrating. It has AHA, which helps to refine pores. So it's
0: think of it as a facial in a jar. Launching skincare, or I think launching anything is hard, but how do you go from an idea to then launching something that's now very successful? You don't have a scientific background, but I'm sure you knew... Formulators, right?
2: Right, right. So, how
0: do you how did you approach that?
2: Well, actually, Sarah and I both come from a longstanding beauty background, so we did okay. marketing and product development for a very long time. And the reason we actually started Glow Recipe was because already at L'Oreal, and we were seeing global beauty companies do the same. We were looking at Korea for the latest skincare trends, and we were working on Korea develop spe- specific developments that were inspired by K beauty trends. So, at the time, we were like we should really leverage this and do it our own way. But of course, put our own stamp on it, which is the clean, natural slant. But because we had that experience, we always had the idea that down the road, we would want to make our own products. But something that we were truly inspired by and would want to use ourselves every single day.
0: I only became woke, if you will, to the idea of clean, natural. I think for me, it started when I had my first kid, right? Mm, I was like, I'm not going to wear perfume anymore because I'm nursing him and I don't want that on me. And then I started looking at food ingredients and labels. And now, you know, I'm sent a lot of things and I look at the back and if I can't, I'm like, what's tetrahyza? I can't even (laughs) pronounce it. Like, should I put this on my skin? So what made you want to approach this and why should we care about these things we can't pronounce yeah so really good question so
1: because we were able to test and we had you know it was fortunate that we were able to test different products and formats in our previous lives back in l'oreal on thousands of women and we had our learnings from then that at the end of the day you don't need a lot of frills to make your skin glow you want something that actually is almost something you want to eat because it's that healthy and great for your body, but also skin that is healthy, clean. You don't want any frills, meaning you don't need parabens actually to improve your skin. You know, it's a stabilizer. So how do we make sure that these unnecessary ingredients are eliminated was our first task. But we also had this mission of bringing the best of K-beauty technologies and innovations to the global market. And part of that was, you know, if you're new to this category, if you're learning, if you're first-time user of K-beauty product... You want your experience to be as optimal as possible. So we wanted clean, pure, the most fresh ingredients as possible, which is why we chose watermelon, one of our favorite fruits, to be a key hero ingredient for our first OG product.
0: And so how expensive was it to launch and what were some of the struggles you had in getting this out there? Because I'm sure, you know, you hear a lot of people like, I started this in my home and then (laughs) (laughs) ta-da.
2: So it was a whole process for us. We knew that product development wouldn't be cheap. So, which is hence why we waited a certain period of time after launching GlowRecipe.com and getting those learnings before delving into that. And I think we were lucky as well because Once we started GlowRecipe.com, within three months, we actually were able to break even because we got some amazing press hits that were really passionate about the brands and products we were curating. And we, ever since then, we've been bootstrapping, so we're still independent. So we've always been very smart with our money, or try to be. Wow, and we, that's very rare. You
0: get do you get it like a lot of inbound people wanting to invest. Yeah, so, we do. But I think the
1: curation business model has helped us kind of fuel the money for product exactly. development. Right. So we kind of have had this. Flywheel, if you will. <laughs> so we have, you know, this quick uh, money um, that's infused to our business because of the e-com business right. and the curation part. And then we would actually invest that back to our business for new products, innovations, and packaging, which you know costs a lot of money. Yes. But what we were also able to do is um, strike a deal with Sephora from a very early stage with uh, our new in-house brand. So we knew that there were commitments in terms of quantities. So it wasn't a huge risk in a way.
0: Um, and that's kind of how it all kind of circled back. And did you uh, have the ability to do that
2: with Sephora because you knew them from L'Oreal or? So there was an initial relationship going back to those years, but we actually worked with them in the early stages to help work together on their first K-beauty animation, for example, and work on certain concepts or certain ideas. Um, The term splash mask, for example, is something that we coined because it was a mask that you were supposed to use in the shower, but people didn't understand it. So we wanted to kind of visualize that action of splashing it on the face and that refreshing waking up feeling through the name of the product. So we worked with them on that type of stuff. And then eventually that transitioned on to our own in-house brand. So there was already that great working relationship and trust.
0: So what have been some of the biggest hurdles, either personally or professionally on this journey that you've just been like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this or this is a nightmare. I mean, I think we had many of those nights. We Take, can all tell relate. me the biggest
1: the biggest <sighs> was. When we were moving from, actually, we started um, packing our own boxes from our apartments. And it was getting out of control where we were seeing we're buried with all these boxes <laughs> that we had to ship out and we couldn't physically do the job. So in order for us to actually move to a warehouse, that whole transition was for us a huge burden because we had to still do our daily job, get you know our editor meetings and deck sites, travel to Korea, work on curations, but still pack our boxes and move to a warehouse. So I think that was the first huge hurdle that we never experienced before because we were brand builders back in L'Oreal, but we weren't um, brand operators. So I think it was a huge learning for us. We couldn't really sleep. We were just like on our chats
0: all night, long, all night long. brainstorming <laughs> efficient ways. I think people take for granted, like especially your first few years. Like that is, it's uh-huh. all in, and so, you know, I'm in awe of the women that can have kids and launch their companies because I'm like, I never could have done both at the same time. It has herself. a kid. Did so. you? Did you have a kid as you launched? Yeah. Wow. See, she you're was one of those. A toddler when it She's launched. She's one of those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it
2: was tough because we were, to Sarah's point, we're like right, still writing handwritten notes in every single package because we wanted to be very personal and then the whole warehouse thing and then we got a huge break with Shark Tank at the end of 2 of 15 which was life changing and such an amazing experience but that day, orders were spiking vertically. <laughs> we couldn't keep up. And we had to run down to the warehouse and pack together again with our team. So the packing thing keeps coming up because it, it was an issue. Up. You know
0: what? I have packing nightmares, too. I would be packing. <laughs> I got my husband at, the, at early times to exactly. help pack. Right. Our families were involved. Yes. <laughs> There's lots of pizza and begging Totally. Involved. Yeah. And hot sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. Right? <our side. laughs> okay. So how do you sort of, now that you have discovered more success, not discovered, you've earned more success, do you shut off? Do you have personal time?
1: Yeah. And I think it's actually interesting that we're such skincare fanatics and junkies because our me time or self-care moments are with skincare routines. And, um, you know, we try to educate what we think are amazing for our skin or our five minutes of the day that actually really help us to perk up and feel great about ourselves and motivate um, to our audience, followers, and customers. But when I think about going back home from a long day at work or a business trip and really just removing all of my makeup, giving a nice massage and rinse with a cleanser. That is my me time. <laughs> Especially actually in a hot bath.
2: Yeah. That's my, that's that's your my thing. Yeah. And you? Me, a lot of it is the bath too. Uh, <laughs> but, and I greatly treasure my self-care routine. I unwind a lot by reading to my daughter. I found a way to combine unwinding time and taking care of her. Because I just had to find a way to balance both work, spending time with family, and it, it was a struggle in the beginning, honestly. And you feel like you've found a better path now? Yes, because we share a lot of the same interests. Sarah calls her my mini-me, so we like to draw together <laughs> or read together. And I'm a, I'm a book fanatic, so that actually helps me relax. Awesome.
0: So... I'm very intimidated by these routines I see on Instagram where there's like 60 steps.
2: You know, yeah. my friend
0: Chriselle, she'll do her routine. And I'm like, I have like a kid hanging off of a boob and the other <laughs> one wants dinner. Like, I don't have time for those steps. So do you follow all those steps? Actually, um, no, it's a myth. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, it depends on what you want.
1: It comes down to your preference, your skin type, concern, you know, what you want to achieve by the end of the day. But... You know, when we were first introducing K-Beauty, you brought up a really good point. A lot of our customers and followers were saying, it's a little complicated. K-Beauty should, you know, is it 15, 20 steps? I don't have time for that. Right. And they were saying the same thing that you were saying. I'm a mom, I'm busy, I, I don't have time. I have time for one.
0: Right. <laughs> Maybe like, two. I can barely wash my face. It's a baby wipe and then some lotion that's like I miss. You yes. still have great skin. You <laughs> have amazing skin. <laughs>
1: um, so our that was actually our second huge mission. We wanted to break that barrier and say, guys, you don't need to spend 15 minutes or 15 steps in the bathroom, there are products that actually can multitask, give you all the benefits you need in a very condensed routine. And that was one of the triggers for us to really come up with a mask that does it all. Um, you know, hydrate, exfoliate, I'll also balance the skin as a first OG product.
0: Awesome. So I have a theory and I'd love for you to disprove it or maybe agree with me. (laughs) So when you look at women um, as we age and then you look at men as they age, like our skin falls apart seemingly way quicker than men. And I feel like then you try and fix it by covering it up. And is it a self-fulfilling prophecy that we're putting these toxic ingredients, whether it's makeup and skincare on our skin, it's ruining our skin. It's aging us. It's making us look like dried up dragons by the time we're like 50. <laughs> uh, and is it the very thing that propels us to go out and buy more?
2: So scientifically, men do have thicker skin than women, which is why they look like they're aging slower. Okay, But there's a cliff apparently. So once they hit that, the the acceleration is real. So it's coming to them. It is. I'm putting that out there. But (laughs) for women, I, I don't think it's the toxic cycle of products more so than, you're right, like we have been conditioned from a very early age to cover up these things with thick, heavy makeup and different things. To obscure the real skin inside. And I think what's amazing and gratifying is that with K-beauty and a lot of this influx of skincare knowledge and trends into the market, women now have the tools and the passion to actually pursue a really great skincare routine for themselves and try to have great skin starting from the foundation. And if you have great skin, you don't need as much makeup and makeup becomes a choice and in a self-expression tool versus something that's a solution and a cover-up. So I think it's totally going in the right direction. And with a good self-care routine that has the right ingredients, it is you're taking care of your skin just like you would take vitamins and take care of your health. So I think it's actually a really positive thing.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, a small tip can actually change your skin. It can be life-changing. For example, when we first taught our customers about double cleansing and making sure that you're giving enough time to massage just like you're washing your dishes and leaving lukewarm water and not washing things off right away. It's the same for your skin. You need to give it time for a cleanser to work hard. That actually changed a lot of women's skin and we got a lot of emails saying, thank you for that. I already got rid of my blemishes just from that experience. So I think the little tips and tidbits of education on how to better take care of edu- uh, your skin is really important. And I think it used to be a very makeup heavy market overall globally, but I think that love for skincare and the importance of skincare is becoming a bigger priority.
0: So what would be something that we would be surprised
2: to know about you? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> So I actually went to boarding school in Australia, randomly. My parents thought that would be a good idea. Um, wow. Run by nuns. Um, so it was very <laughs> strict. It was very strict. I think we had to wear white gloves and stuff, too. It was a whole thing. But <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> From
0: the age... Well, from what this age? This is just
2: high school, because I actually grew up in the States, went back to Korea briefly, and then they decided to send me to Australia, which wow. was just an eye-opening experience. But I bring this up because... I've always loved, loved Australia. I had such an amazing experience there. And we're actually launching in Mecca, Australia next month. Wow. So it feels like in a way we've come full circle. And I'm going to Australia for the first time in however many years, won't say the number. Um, But... It just feels like really yeah, full of coming, back, coming yeah. back. Yeah.
1: For me, I'm actually a secret adrenaline junkie. Okay. I don't think a lot of people know that about like me. Like skydiving. Yeah. So recently I went skydiving in New Zealand and I went scuba diving in um, the
0: shipwrecks in Grand Cayman. You were not scared of sharks? No. Actually, shark diving in Bahamas,
2: too. That was really
0: fun. (laughs) I'm scared of sharks in lakes, so I won't even like swim in the deep end of the lake. (laughs) I'm scared of
2: motorboats in lakes. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) that's more normal. But (laughs) shark in a lake is probably unreal. And wow, that's okay. Yeah. So before we close, you've had probably incredible experience with your past life at L'Oreal. And then now with your own company, what is some great advice? It could be career. It could be skin advice. Whatever advice that you think has been like game changing for you.
1: I think for me, the biggest is at the end of the day, if you believe in something, you'll figure it out. And I think a lot of people worry, get stressed you know, feel like you've hit a wall, a glass ceiling, whatever it is, and you can't move and you feel frustrated. And that actually affects you from your body, your mental health, but also your skin, because it reacts to how you're mentally thinking. And to keep everything balanced, you know, to think that this is actually a journey that I'm on. And at the end of the day, whether it's through, you know, somebody's advice, or um, from reading or researching, or just through experience in life, I'll figure it out. And if you have that mentality, I think you'll just keep things a little bit more positive.
0: You're very positive. Yes. Yes. In a good way. Yes. Very positive. I love that about you.
2: (laughs) I agree with the journey part. It's So when you first start your business or whatever new endeavor you do, you have these milestones for yourself. So you're like, when I hit my first million in sales, I'll be happy. When I hit my first five people on the team, I'll be happy. And then you keep moving those milestones further and further out so that sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the fact that it is a journey. So if you don't enjoy your every day to day and take the time to be with your friends, be with your family, but also be, you know, invested in work and trying to do the balance in your own best way, I think it can be very quickly you living to fulfill a future versus really enjoying the present. So that was kind of a learning along the way for me as I started this business. And now, I count myself lucky to have a career where I'm so excited to wake up and come to work every morning, and I take enjoyment in that. And the business might not be perfect today or tomorrow, but that's okay. I don't think journey. it'll ever be perfect. It will exactly. never be perfect. <laughs> every
0: every entrepreneur I talk to, I'm like, oh, your your business is crazy too. Like I have yet to meet someone that's like, it's perfect, but that's part of what makes it fun. Yeah. Exactly. I I said to my husband, I was like, I feel like we're living our lives like that there might be a big pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, right? With the company achieving certain levels of success or what you see other companies have. It's like that rainbow could never come or that pot of gold could never come. So like, how does that change how I behave now? And it means I take my vacation days now instead of pushing them out or, you know, leaving the office on time. You know, I think I made these shifts Mm -hmm. because of that, like what you're saying.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Leaving the office on time, right? Yeah,
0: and
1: I think vacation. I believe in it to yes. heart because that's when you're actually stepping away from your day to day and refreshing. But also, it helps you appreciate what you have in life. The fact that you have this job that could be hectic or crazy sometimes, but because of that, you're enjoying your vacation right. and the time away with your family or your loved ones. And I think that just gives a fresh new perspective and wanting to come back actually, you know, better fulfilled, excited, and motivated for the. The next days to come.
0: Yeah. So you're in a very crowded market. It yeah. is like the trendiest, buzziest, saturated. How do you stand out?
2: I think it's a couple of things. I think that from day one, we've been so passionate about education because for us, it was our mission to let people know that, hey, it's okay to enjoy your skincare. It doesn't have to be this one, two, three step or 10 step or 15 step (laughs) chore that you have to slog through to get to makeup, which used to be the fun part because skincare is actually the fun part. Like you're really taking care of yourself. So the little tips that like Sarah mentioned, or the little tricks or hacks that we use, trends that we pick up from Korea and bring over, kind of digesting all this and making it really fun and accessible and approachable for all women here has been one of the best things to hear or see emails from our customers where they're like, you guys changed my skin for the better. It's really why we do this.
1: And I think in addition to that, I totally agree with what Christine said. Um, at the end of the day, we're a beauty company, so product is at the core of what we do. Um, we really believe in first-to-market innovations, and that is how we want to break through in skincare. We were the first brand to introduce a sleeping mask that harnesses the power of watermelon, and watermelon skincare was not existent interestingly. Because how did it, you
0: know That watermelon was like the (laughs) magical thing.
1: We knew because we grew up with watermelon being such a miracle fruit. Our grandmothers used to actually rub the rind of watermelon when we had heat rashes and irritated parts on our, you know, hot summer months on our skin. The
2: outside or like the once you eat rind with a hint of flesh on it? Okay, I'm going to start rubbing my kids with watermelon. Yeah,
1: it, it was a miracle. I mean, within 24 hours, you could see the irritations just kind of go away. And we saw that growing up. It's kind of a Korean tradition that we grew up with and we realized that no one was actually using this fruit for skincare right. it's amazing for hydration soothing healing remedy so we just were inspired from
0: what we grew up with wow yeah can we talk about the korean spa experience for a second cuz that is <laughs> oh my god <laughs> my, my have favorite you oh yeah but i go to like the real The real one, not like the, not like the fancy schmancy. Have you done the exfoliation, the body scrubs? Women, they're wearing their bra and underwear. It's hot. Yes, (laughs) love it. But you
2: come out looking, (laughs) you're so (laughs) glowy and baby soft.
0: (laughs) I have yet to find one here that's as real as I want.
2: It is actually a lot of the inspiration behind some of our products because our moms used to take us with our grandmothers to the bathhouse. Love a bathhouse. It was house. like a weekend ritual yeah. and they would bring like a day old like milk that was about to expire <laughs> and, and would they would splash, splash it. it Yes, <laughs> and you would wake up with like amazing skin. But the reason is because milk has lactic acid in it. So right. we didn't really know the science behind it at the time, but all these natural ingredients like green tea steeped in bowls of water and splashing it head to toe.
1: And it was something that we look forward to every weekend, you know, like
2: when you bond with your mom or grandmother
0: and you go on like a girl's trip to a bathhouse. It's my favorite Korean experience.
1: Yeah, we have some recommendations for you. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where can we find your products
1: and education? So we have our cyclorecipe.com. Um, we ship worldwide, but we also distribute to Sephora in all of North American stores. So I think it's about 700 mm-hmm. plus stores, including Sephora's and J- uh, JCPenney. And we are also in Douglas in Germany, um, in the entire country, which we're really excited about. It was a recent launch three months ago. And then
2: next month, we're launching in Australia with Mecca. Wow. Awesome. And Instagram? On Instagram, we're at Glow Recipe. And you can also find us personally at, at Christine Underbar Glow and at Sarah Underbarglow. Awesome. We have matching handles. <laughs> love that.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. That was Sarah Lee and Christine Chang of Glow Recipe. You can follow them at Glow Recipe or order their stuff. Delight your face with it at GlowRecipe.com. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to rate me wherever you listen to a podcast. Leave a review. I do read them all.